Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. Uh, we've got uh, an item on Ben Whitaker, one of our uh, favorite Team, G Team GB members, uh, uh, who's going to be um, enjoying his first professional fight coming up soon. Uh, anyway, um, we've got some news finally out of the, the Japan and the Philippines, uh, who seem to have as much fun going against each other as do the Americans and the English. And of course, uh, the Australians will seem to take on anybody uh, with respect to that upcoming Cambos and Saini fight. So let's have a quick look around the world here and see what news we have, courtesy of our friends at boxing247.com. Uh, the fellows down at RJJ Boxing wanted, you to up, wanted me to update you on uh, their, their fight. Uh, so here we go. If you may, might recall it every once in a while, they put on their WBCS four man lightweight tournament featuring all boxers from Mexico. Let me just read a quick overview here. The official RJJ boxing uh, weigh-in was held uh, yesterday uh, for tonight's event, uh, headlined by the final of the WB, WCBS, uh, WB, WCBS four-man lightweight tournament. My goodness. At Palenque de la Expo in Abregón, Sonora, Mexico. This is going to be uh, shown on UFC Fight Pass, by the way. So let's have a quick rundown of uh, the championship finals. Here we go. The main event is for the vacant WBC Latino Lightweight Championship, a 10-rounder featuring Luis Torres going up against Diego Andrade. As I said, all these fighters are out of Mexico. The co-feature of the night in the lightweight division going eight rounds, Brian Zamripta against Yazir Rojas in the lightweight division. Again, six rounds. Marco Moreno versus Juan Resendez. Junior lightweight, four rounds. Pedro Borgara is going up against Hector Lozano. And he's uh, out of Sinaloa. So all these fighters uh, are in great shape, and it's going to be a great card to watch. Uh, it's been a great tournament. It's ongoing. And I congratulate uh, the boys on RJJ Boxing. Uh, for putting this all together and hiding uh, the fine young Mexicans that are coming out of all different cities uh, south of the border. It's fantastic stuff. Good stuff. All right, let's move on to uh, north of the border, but south of us, actually uh, west of us, in Minneapolis at the Armory, uh, where we're going to see Carl Jargon go up against Alfredo Santiago. This is the, uh, the unbeaten super lightweight Carl Dargan will face Alfred Santiago in a 10-round showdown while exciting super welterweight prospect Trevon Marshall duels Marcus Washington in a six-round attraction highlighting non-televised undercard action uh, this Saturday, June 4th, in a PBC event from the Armory in Minneapolis, which I mentioned uh, yesterday, uh, but they wanted me to give you some more detail. The card, as you know, is topped by a much-anticipated showdown between unified WBC and WBO super bantamweight world champion Stephen Fulton Jr. and former unified champion Danny Roman headlining the Showtime event beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, in the co-main event, WBA super middleweight champion and Minneapolis fan favorite David Morrell Jr. steps in to defend his title against Calvin Henderson. 
David Morrell Jr., by the way, as you might recall, is the chap who uh, challenged David Benavides. So anyway, let's see uh, what the result is on that particular fight for David Morrell Jr. Tickets are available. It's been promoted by TGB Promotions and Warriors Boxing, and they're on sale now. As I say, the Armory is in Minneapolis, and uh, the, the Fulton versus Roman fight is promoted in association with Thompson Boxing, by the way. I think I mentioned that the other day. Uh, the jam-packed non-televised lineup will also feature California featherweight prospect Jose Sanchez in an eight-round fight against fellow unbeaten Ariel De La Torre and Las Vegas Demir Zamora in a six-round featherweight affair taking on Miami's Raul Sharina. So a pair of uh, prospects also out of Mayweather promotion stable will step into action as Baltimore's Malik Warren takes on Puerto Rico's Pedro Hernandez in a six-round featherweight duel while Capital Height, Maryland's Dorian Kahn Jr. competes in a four-round featherweight bout versus Freddie Cotto Jr. There has to be a relation there. That Cotto name, isn't that? Uh, anyway, rounding out the card are four Kazakh fighters looking to remain unbeaten. That's interesting. Middleweight Abit Khan Zhupozov makes his pro debut in a four-rounder against Washington's Devante McDonald. Super welterweight Ablikhan Zhupozov Wow. Faces Mexico's Edgar Ramirez in a four-round attraction. Super bantamweight Yevgeny Pavlov challenges Mexico's Alexis Salido in a four-round showdown. And super middleweight Nurma Ganbet is going up against Pennsylvania's Kanil Wheeler in a six-round duel. My goodness, it's going to be a heck of a card. Uh, a Philadelphia native, by the way, Dargan, who's 20-1 and one with 10 knockouts, returned to the ring for the first time last uh, since last uh, since this last fight, November 2018, uh, let me let me rephrase all that. A Philadelphia native, Dargan, returned to the ring for the first time since November 2018, last July, stopping Ivan Dalgado in three rounds. Dargan has fought professionally since 2007, turning pro after a sensational amateur career that included two U.S. amateur championships and a Pan American Games gold medal. He'll be opposed by Dominican Republic Santiago, who's 13 and 2 with five knockouts, who challenged Devin Haney for the lightweight title in 2019, losing a 12-round decision. As I mentioned earlier, Devin Haney right now is uh, down in Australia, set to face uh, Cambosis. Be a good fight. As he heads into his second fight, stateside as a pro, Santiago most recently dropped a May 2021 decision uh, to Ricardo Nunez. And at just 21 years of old, 21 years of age, Marshall, who's 5-0, has quickly shown he has the skill, power, and poise to become a highly regarded prospect in just five fights. Born in Landover, Maryland, and now fighting out of Capitol Heights, Marshall will enter the ring at the Armory for the fourth time, having most recently knocked out the previously unbeaten Timothy Parks at the venue in March. He takes on the Toledo, Ohio native, Washington, who's 5-3, two knockouts, whose last contest saw him drop a decision to unbeaten Reggie Harris Jr. in October of 2021. So there's a recap uh, of what's going on in Minneapolis uh, this weekend at the Armory. Let's go across the pond now to Switzerland. Finally clear of COVID restrictions in Switzerland, former UBO intercontinental champion Sefer Safari is set to get his shot at the UBO World Cruiserweight title after several postponements. On June 18th at the Market Hall in his adopted hometown of Bergdorf, 
Albanian Safari, who's 24, three and one with 22 knockouts, faces former WBU world champion Christian Hillier, who's 14, one and one with 13 knockouts from Germany for the vacant title. Nicknamed the real deal, Safari's only losses have come in heavyweight adventures against Tyson Fury and Mahmoud Char in a challenge for the IBO World Cruiserweight title to Kevin Lavina in South Africa. Hillier is undefeated for almost 10 years, and we'll see this as a big opportunity to win his second world championship. With 35 out of 38 combined wins coming by stoppage, this is bound to be a firefight and unlikely to go the full 12 rounds. Billed as the return, Safari versus Hiller for the vacant UBO World Cruiserweight title on June 18th in Bergdorf, Switzerland, will be promoted by Knockout Boxing. Look forward to that one. That indeed sounds like a great fight. As I mentioned earlier, um, one of our uh, boxers that we've been following for quite some time, uh, Ben Whitaker. Let's have a quick little piece on him. British uh, boxing's newest star, Ben Whitaker, will launch his professional career on the big stage when he features on the undercard of the Huey Fury WBA World Heavyweight title eliminator on Saturday, July 2nd at the AO Arena in Manchester. Uh, which will be shown on Sky Sports, by the way. Whitaker uh, is the final member of the record-breaking Team GP Tokyo medalist to turn over from the amateur ranks. It is one of the biggest and most exciting names in recent years to enter the pros. Recognized internationally as a top prospect, Benzo made headlines around the world last month when he inked an exclusive long-term promotional agreement with Boxer at a lavish promotional launch packed with media and VIP attendees. That would be over in England. Charismatic and talented, Whitaker has stated to aim to become a global star and one of Britain's all-time greats as he prepares to make his professional debut in the dynamic and competitive light heavyweight division. Yes, it is. Indeed, it is. Guiding the 24-year-old Wolverhampton native on his professional path will be trainer Sugarhill Stewart trainer of heavyweight megastar Tyson Fury. He has compared Whitaker to the legendary Roy Jones Jr., sorry, JJ, who we spoke of earlier, noting that both turned professional after achieving Olympic glory. Said Whitaker, everything that's happened so far has led me to this, and I've been waiting my whole life for this moment. I'm just so excited to get in the ring and show you all what, I'm, what you already know I can do. I'm counting down the days. Boxer founder and CEO Ben Shalom said, I'm very excited ahead of the professional debut of Ben Whitaker. I believe that we're going to witness the start of a very special journey in his career on July 2nd. We've never seen so much interest in a fighter announcement. Well done, Ben, and we look forward uh, to that result. Indeed, you're a talking fight. Right, around the world, here we go. Into Japan on July 13th at the Ota City General Gymnasium, we are going to see Kazoto Ayoka go up against Donny Nietes, and this will be a rematch. Donny Nietes will add another chapter to his remarkable boxing story if he reclaims the WBO World Junior Bantamweight title next month. The former four-weight world champion challenges Kazuto Ayoko in Tokyo on July 13th for the belt he won in 2018 when defeating the Japanese star. Nietes would relinquish the crown soon after the fight, allowing Ayoka the chance to win the vacant title 
and almost four years on, the pair renewed their rivalry at the Otis City General Gymnasium in a fascinating clash of 115-pound grades. The fight, by the way, will be promoted by Sankyo Presents Lifetime Boxing Fights 9. Donny Nientes said, This was the fight I wanted the most, and I'm incredibly eager to win back my world title. I've been interested since February for this fight, but I really stepped up my levels when I knew it was confirmed. This rematch makes me excited, and when I vacated the title in 2018, it was always in my mind that I would one day win it back. On July 13th, that dream will become a reality. Yet this, by the way, is 40 years old, has won world titles at minimum weight, light flyweight, flyweight, and up to 115 pounds, where he takes on Ioka for a second time. Richard Schaefer, president of Pro Bellum, said, by the way, Donnie is a boxing legend and a surefire Hall of Fame inductee in the future, but his career is far from over. There's plenty left in the tank, and when he travels to Japan and rips the world title from Kazuto Ioka on July 13th, it will rank as the greatest victory of his remarkable career. Fair enough, and we do look forward to that fight and that result. Thank you for joining me here on Talk and Fight. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. We'll see you later on at 4 p.m. when I join Mike Orr at 4 and Cedric Ben in the den for their show, Knuckle Up.